Everybody has a podcast. Podcast.
night. Welcome into the show. Every Monday night. I'm telling you, every Monday night, 9.30, you will find us here. Grantmills.podbing.com Or any of the other streaming platforms that you might like. That you might fancy. I.E. Spotify, iTunes. Uh, what's another one? iHeartRadio. The Google one. I forgot the name of that shit, but we're on that one too. And Amazon, all that shit. Woo! Hope y'all had a great weekend. I know we got a lot of shit to get into for the show, but before that, you know who's in the house. Y'all know who's in the house. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! Bells will be ringing. Oh, what a what a weekend. It's already Monday. It feels like... Feels like the weekend just flew by, didn't it? Man, what a good weekend! What a great weekend! It always flies by when that was. It was a good weekend, man. When it's great, when it's good, it goes by really fast. Yeah, it has a. It was a great weekend. You and I were lucky enough to be out of town. Uh, hence, the bells will be ringing to see the union of Jarvis Beavers and the the new newly crowned Mrs. Beavers. Um, you know, good weekend, good out of town, uh, nuptials that we got to witness. Um, we stayed busy too, and we stayed, uh, we stayed a little, uh, topsy turvy when it came to drinks and, uh, a little smoke here on our. Been a while since I've been to a wedding, so it's, it was good shit, man. And, uh, I have one of my closest homeboys, Jarvis, you know, getting married, man, and just seeing how everything was cool and everybody was cool. It was a good time, man. No drama at all. And, uh, yeah, good times. Drinking by the beach. Homeboys. Yeah. You know. It was shit. good. I thought it was, I thought, um, I told you when I went into it, because I've actually, opposite, been, been to a lot of weddings in the past couple of years. And, um. I always go into it with the expectation there's going to be some drama or some mishap or something that's just going to go wrong. And Did you have any mishaps at your weddings? Your four of them you had? <laughs> All four of them. Uh, <laughs> both of them, I'll say. Um, you know what? No. Um, you know, I didn't. But luckily, I think the groom usually kind of Man, it's anything in life. And I know I don't want people saying that I'm being sexist. I'm not. But the day is usually for the woman, the bride. And I think they have so much pressure on themselves. Uh, from A lot of it's from family. I think that tends to be the dramatic side. Um, you know, Jarvis and uh, all of his crew, yourself, me, um, Roy, uh, Roy B. Freely, all the, all the squad... Man, they're chill. They're enjoying it. They're, they're, they're there for the ride and, uh, you know, toasting glasses, kicking asses, having fun with it. So I think, uh, and LD was there too. Shout out LD. So I, I think it's a little easier on the on the male side. So no no drama at mine. Fortunately, no drama anywhere at Jarvis's. And uh, nice, sunny, beautiful weekend. Uh, we had a, a, a nice one. So it was good. And it was good to see you in, in person, the Grand fucking Mills. Yes, and Jay Wiggy, man, we don't get to get out enough. We don't do enough shit, but hey, it's all good, you know. No. Fool's got the wives and the families. I'm busy being a scumbag. You know how shit goes, man. Life is uh, <laughs> life's crazy. Whiskey coming in momentarily, everyone will be in the building. Week in review, man. 
Woo! Well, I know we had a good weekend, but I did have sex with a girl this week. You you had sex with the girl this obviously before I saw you for the uh the wedding Obvious. unless you were done this was unless you were some <laughs> okay on Wednesday this is on a church night um so Beautiful. yeah yeah man I had sex with this girl this week she's so old she gave dancing lessons to the Native Americans got <laughs> <laughs> the noise the noise she made while she did it too. <laughs> They know those languages, you know what I'm saying? Who's in a house? Oh, she- what up, boo? What's up, y'all? Man, I saw Wiss at the wedding. He was clowning and shit. You know what's up. I'll be doing a sea walk and shit. Hell yeah, man. God, damn, what a fucking time. What a fucking time. The boys, the homies, everyone's up in this. It was a fun time, man. I really, uh, I saw a lot of people. I didn't know who the fuck they was, but I was also drunk. And then, like, you know, watching people was fun. But then, also, man, just kind of being away from shit and doing something different, you know? Oh, yeah. I I think that's a good thing. I think it's, uh, well, and also, man, it's so funny. You, You mentioned the being drunk. I've actually been to weddings where there was no alcohol. And that is definitely... What? That's the worst thing you can do. You, you have to keep it open. And here's the reason why. If you don't want to drink, then don't drink. But leave the option open for us that need it. Because I always need a, a drink at a wedding to kind of loosen up, man. If you're going to try to get me on the dance floor, come on. I got to be dancing. I got to have my shit, yeah. If I'm a dancer, I need cocaine, yeah. <laughs> Shit. I don't think they, I don't think they have an open drug bar, but that that's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely gotta have uh, the fucking open bar for show. Why the Absolutely. hell would you have a wedding without that? Yeah, that's that's know. essential as a bride and a groom and a preacher man. So open bar always. Uh, more wedding tips from Jay Wiggy and Grant Mill is going to be coming up. Uh, but yeah, you know, great weekend wrap up. Um, but the good thing about seeing you in person and seeing all the guys is we start planning stuff. And you got to admit, we've, we've been pretty good about following up. So I know uh, in the very near future, we'll have some nights out leading to more stories that we can share with our, our lovely audience. That is right. So, man, what's going on? It is Monday night. That means Jay Wiggy should have his meal food prep going on done. What what's on the what's on the menu for this week? Meal food prep is ready to rock. It is done. Uh, there is Mister. Is, is it is it both of you at the same time that do it? Like you know the cute couple in the magazine shit, or is it just like y'all do it like whenever y'all got to do y'all shit? Uh, Jay Wiggy's been been a bad boy. Uh, my uh, my my better has been most of it. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, actually, maybe I should take that back because she's doing it all. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, how however you reverse it cracking it um yeah she's been doing it she made a nice uh this week a rice uh chicken rice cheese casserole that's uh pretty good nice how many days does that last in the week is that that one day is that two three days it's a pretty big casserole that should probably last till wednesday so let's say three four days um okay okay. and is that that, the main thing you got sides with it what's that hold up what is that is that the dinner or the lunch uh i have been I mean, yeah. lunch and dinner. It can, it can be lunch and dinner. So, uh, lunch and dinner there. Um, swap it up however you feel. Oh, 
I'll be rolling some different shit. I figured Wilson would be down with the cheese. I love cheese, but I like different flavored cheeses. I mean, like a habanero cheese, maybe an American cheese, maybe a white cheddar, maybe a fucking, <laughs> maybe a sharp cheddar, maybe a mild cheddar, extra sharp cheddar, <laughs> medium cheddar. I feel you. I like variety in my shit, too. I like that, too. Speaking of the American cheddar, didn't we have some uh, funny story about the American cheese this weekend we heard being thrown on somebody's ass? Whoops. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. Uh, I think she's making shit up. I don't know. Uh, how many years ago was this? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a decade ago. That's a story. We'll get down to that in the line. But uh, the other stuff in the meal prep this week has been the staples. That's your, your chicken breast, your steak bites, which we talked. I talked to Jarvis this weekend about the air fryer. I had been cooking my steak, uh, my steak bites. Uh, in the air fryer and my potato wedges, which I also made some last night. And for breakfast, steak I've got some bites. steak bites. I've been taking strip steak and uh, cutting how, in the how, bites. How can you put that in the air fryer? Can you can you get it a medium rare in the air fryer? Or how does that fucking go? Does it? Uh... Yeah, you can. But it's just different times you got to set it to. I, I think it tastes pretty good and it stays pretty juicy. Um, I don't even know. So I, I, I'm, I'm bogus with my air fryer. I, I check the recipe every time and follow it. I don't, I don't just, you know, wing it. I always look up a recipe for it, but it's usually like 12 minutes or so for like a medium rare area, something like that. But it's pretty good. I like the air fryer and I love the potato wedges. I bust out in that motherfucker. So, um, and then breakfast is our boring ass overnight oats and protein shakes. Man, I do. I gotta start doing breakfast, man. I'm really bad about it, but I also gotta get rid of this little gut I got going on, man. That shit's kind of fucking with me. But um, the breakfast, it's, it's a hard meal to do because yeah, I it is. can't. I just can't get into it. I don't know why. You're not the only one that says that. I, I hear a lot of people say that when I've trained people and myself included. I, I'm I don't wake up hungry usually. I mean, unless I just didn't eat the night before. But it's rare that I wake up wanting to like. I'm always impressed with people that are like, well, I eat a big spread every day or we eat breakfast. Like that's actually getting down on like a, a, a big chorus meal. Don't, don't get me wrong. I eat uh, a breakfast usually, but usually it's, it's pretty small. Like I said, the overnight oats are a little protein shake. Uh, when we were heading to the beach, I grabbed some, uh, you know, biscuit and stuff like that. But that's usually later too. I just can't wake up and within the hour chow down on some big ass meal. I can't either. I ate that biscuit too, man. And whoa, that shit fucked me up. I can't even fuck with them. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Dean processed biscuit shit. Ah, but yeah, that hey, was. Hey, it was good though. Shit, my stomach just couldn't handle it. It wasn't it, bad. It didn't taste bad. But. No, it was it was good. I tried it too, man. I never really get down the frozen biscuits. Um, I'm sure half the shit I'm buying at a fast food restaurant is probably a frozen biscuit uh, somewhere, but. That one, though, yeah, that probably had been sitting in that damn hotel's uh, refrigerator. We we're referencing our hotel we stayed at. It was a nice hotel, great staff. But the breakfast was busy. They had a omelet bar, which looked good. But, man, that line, I wasn't about to wait. And I also had five minutes till breakfast closed. Then they had the waffle maker, which was also a hit. And then people let their kids go up there and make their own fucking waffles. And I'm not waiting behind 18 kids trying to make 20 waffles at a time. So... Yeah, but uh, I don't think it was the biscuit freshness. I just think it was just the biscuit. My stomach, man, is, um, you know, 
kind of weird. So I don't blame it on that, man. I mean, you know, I appreciate the biscuit. I'm with you. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, the biscuit was good too, but I'm the same way. I, it didn't sit well with me either because I had one as well. It was good, but I think, man, I just don't get a lot. I don't get down on those a lot. I needed something to satisfy my appetite. I grabbed it, but man, whew, it was, uh, yeah, it gave me some green apple splatters. Oh, man, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Let's go ahead and get into some calls. Got Daryl in Texas on the line. Hey, boys, this is Daryl from Dallas, Texas. Hope you're doing all right. Doing good, Daryl. How's it going? Good. Oh, pretty good, pretty good. How do you think my Dallas Cowboys are going to do this year? I think they're going to make a deep run. If not, win the whole damn thing. Go, Cowboys. What do you think? Go hang up and listen. Thanks, fellas. You fuckers call every every time with this. They're not going to do anything. Dak Prescott is, uh, I don't want to say he's a bust, but uh, he's like Kirk Cousins, man. They're not making it out of the second round. That's for the best they're going to do. And uh, Jerry Jones, I don't know, man. He, uh, as far as his business prowess, dude, he bought the fucking franchise for not that much, and it's worth like $5 billion, so that's cool. But but since the uh, the 90s and that run they had, uh, I just don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I can't think of anything. You got CD Lamb, you got Dak, but <clears throat> you got rid of the fucking one guy and the uh, what are you doing? Like, I don't, I just don't understand some of their moves. And uh, you're gonna need a, nor- a new quarterback, man. You got to get rid of Dak, dude. He's just, he's not it. And you're talking about extending him again? Didn't they just fucking get an extension? No, he got to go, man. Get rid of his ass. I don't give a fuck. Go get a quarterback room with nothing but fucking rooks in that bitch. I don't give a fuck. Go to the draft. It's not working. It's not working. Jerry Jones needs to step his ass down. And his son's stupid, too. Um, You need to go ahead and give off GM to somebody else. Somebody else, man, that's not affiliated with your family that actually knows about the NFL. Is his son old as fuck, too? Put them in the place. Yeah, like Steve or something. They're both old as fuck. I like it. Wrinkled fuckers. Go get somebody that's going to fucking do something that has experience in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, you you haven't done shit since the late 90s. Uh, So I don't think they're going to do a goddamn thing, Daryl. I think that's uh, well stated. I agree with the Graham Mills. And they just lost uh, Antonio Callaway. He was arrested in South Florida. Cut him. So signing new receivers, making off-season moves that probably aren't going to make sense. You're right. They've always been a troubled team. I'm not going to say it's cursed. I know we're cautious with that word unless we're referencing the Raiders. Uh, but I, I'm well, they have championships in the 90s, so that's pretty recent. Yeah, I guess. Man, God, the 90s and recent. That is a that's a that's a weird thing. As far to say. as Super Bowls go, though. No, it's relative. That was the word I was looking for. It's definitely relative recent, and you're right about that because when you talk about Super Bowls, absolutely. The Cowboys in our lifetime have been a relevant team. I guess let's agree on that. But everything else, yeah, you're spot on. I mean, I like C.D. Lamb. Um, I think he's got a lot of talent. Dak Prescott, eh. Um, But they're just one of those teams, man. And Jerry Jones, good God, how old is his ass now? What is he, really? 90-something? Gotta be. He's getting up there, man. He is getting up there so how much longer does he have until just you know oh he shit he's 80 you know. god yeah he he's looks... in his fucking 80s man yeah but god damn he looks worse for 80 than i thought after seeing uh jarvis beaver's dad who looks great for 70 uh 
Man, Jerry Jones, he looks like he's uh, 104. Once you hit them 80s, though, man, sometimes you get them sunspots and shit, man, it's fucked up. And so, uh, and then, <laughs> I've never liked Jerry Jones anyway, dude. He fucked up everything with Jimmy, and they could have had a lot more. But he thinks he knows everything, which is, uh, he's got a big ego, man, and it hasn't worked out for him. So, let's uh, use some smarts here, okay? You haven't done shit since the late 90s. Give it to somebody else. You're a businessman. You're not a football coach. Let's let fucking delegate and be delegating and really be smart about the shot. I know you want to be this fucking dude or whatever, but you're not, dude. You're 107 years old. Sit the fuck down. It's over. I like. I've had way more pussy than I've probably ever seen in a fucking year, and have led a life that is probably the best shit ever. So fuck what I say or think, but like you really need, just sit the fuck down. It's all right. Like. You're good. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, why are you holding on? That's a good thing to say, though, man. I think the, the best people know when to ride off into the sunset. And you don't want to overstay your welcome because that's a good way to tarnish a legacy. And he, he that's what he's doing. And you see a lot of people do that when they're old. And I think a lot of it is fear. And, and I think that's true. You, you know, there's probably a lot more people to reference, but as a Bama fan, look at Bear Bryant. Now he drank and smoked all his life, but what kept him alive was coaching. And literally a month after he coaches his last game and retires, he, he drops dead. If he would have kept coaching. He probably would have lived a little longer. Um, and I think that's what the fear is. I think these guys have done something so long, regardless of the outcome, they don't want to shift away from it because once they do, they know they're one foot in the grave. Oh, yeah, because what else are they going to do? I mean, you know? Goddamn, with a billion-something dollars, I could find a lot of fucking shit to do. You know I would. <laughs> I know you would, Lewis. I know it would. Let's go to Harriet in T-Town. Hey, boys, how y'all doing? This is Harriet. Hope everything's good with y'all. We good, Harriet. What's up with you? Oh, nothing much, nothing much. Just want to see how y'all summer's going. Is y'all going on vacation anywhere? I know I'm going to Jamaica in about a month, man. It's going to be hot. I'm going to be thinking about trying to ban the tide. And I'm ready for football season, baby. So where y'all going this year, this summer? I'm going to hang up and listen. You boys have a great evening. We have done a few, a couple of uh, wedding-related <coughs> trips. I don't know if you call that a vacation. I mean, it was, you know, but there's also shit to do. So I don't know if... Uh, Anything else is going on, possibly. Possibly. Might make another trip down to the beach. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know yet. Jamaica, uh, Jamaica is where Harriet's going. Oh, I heard they got some good fried cod. Well, not cod. I don't even know what kind of fish is out there, but I seen it on TV. It was a fried fish. I, I think it was red snapper or something. They fried that shit up. And then, like, with some other shit on that shit. Uh, and then ate the eyeballs. It looked interesting God, to damn. me. I mean, that sounds good. I would definitely get down. I would get down, too. We got Ooh, weird food. No, I, I like that. We got to follow up with Harriet on her uh, her trip. Um, yeah, I think my plans are going to be the same. You know, and, and like we said, we got to we got to make more time to get down to the beach with the homeboys, even a night or two. It's a pretty easy drive, chilling, listening to some rap, uh, talking to Wiss. Um, always a fun, fun travel. So... I don't have any immediate plans, but I know we've been talking to the squad, and we're going to squad up at some point, get back down to the beach. Um, I, you know, I'd rather take a couple of small mini vacations, you know, weekends, 
than just one long ass vacation. So yeah, and no, I don't blow out the PTO bank, if you will. Kind of no. use that weekend to fill it in, uh, as they might say. What we're gonna do real quick, folks, is gonna take a quick uh, break, and we'll be back in one moment. everybody <clears throat> yeah back in this biatch <coughs> oh, all right oh. oh yeah we got jeremy next up no let's go ahead and turn this music off first and then what we'll do is get jeremy on the line Jay Wiggy, who was your favorite wrestler back in the day? Ah, it had to be the three faces of Foley. Uh, Mick Foley as Mankind, Cactus Jack, and the ever-so-lovable Dude Love. Man, I, I, I thought Mankind, when he came out and, and started fucking with The Undertaker, was uh, clever, gave Undertaker some competition. So uh, that's really when I got into Mick Foley. Um, and then uh, when he started doing all the hardcore shit. Like, remember that when he uh, took that bump off the cage? The uh, Hell in the Cell? Yeah, that's like uh, infamous. Yeah, infamous match. Um, read his biography too, and actually had the pleasure of meeting him uh, when I was about eighteen. Super nice guy. Um, at one of the events they did here, he's really really nice. Um, so Mick Foley, always my favorite, always a classic. Uh, man, Ultimate Warrior sucked. <laughs> so throwing shade, but uh, Grant Mills, I know you were probably more of the eighties uh, era wrestlers. Who was your favorite wrestler um mm, there's so many different ones man that were fucking cool and i actually remember this might be predating you man you know big thing back then was those they had the rubber dolls 
Yeah, I remember. Really fucking popular back then. They would collect. We would collect these rubber dolls. I bet they're. I don't know with eBay and everything, but I wonder if they're worth a bit. Uh, Anyway, those rubber dolls, man. They were like fucking the shit back then. And you'd have all these, you had Junkyard Dog, The Ultimate Warrior, uh, Brutus Beefcake, uh, all the classics. It's hard to, to pick from that era, man. It's just so many like uh, crazy good wrestlers. I don't know if I have a favorite one, man. If I had to go with one. Oh, man, that's hard. Yeah, you gotta pick one. It'd be King Kong Bundy's my favorite, yeah. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. Oh, okay. I actually remember his uh, rubber action figure. Yeah. And um, he was he was he was in that shit for a little while. Um, I had a lot one. of the action figures. They had that was a. Uh... Man, action figures, that's another thing of the past, but I, I had a ton of them. Most of the 90s shit, late 90 Attitude Era, WWF shit. Um, and I, I let my nephews have them, and I kept them in pristine condition for playing with them. I did keep a couple in packaging, which I still have, but I gave them to my nephews, and like, man, two years later, I checked, and those things were ripped apart. Man, they had taken heads off, put them on other bodies of wrestlers and shit. They didn't even look right. Kane's head on damn one, two, three kids' body. <laughs> they fucked so them up. Were, which one were which dolls were these? These were just more the action figure style. Um, yeah, where you had them. I did get a uh, a message on my phone from a loyal listener LD, and he gave me his three favorite wrestlers, and they are the Bastion Booger, the Gobbledygooker, and Tugboat. So thank you, LD, for submitting that. <laughs> were they in the fucking WWF? Because I never heard of none of them fools. <laughs> yeah, I think they were uh, Bastion Booger. I remember him. Was that he, Smoky uh, Mountain Wrestling or some shit? <laughs> All the Gobbledygooker was uh, the chicken <laughs> that they they busted out. Um, that was a big fail in the WWE. They busted him out. I think around Thanksgiving, and uh, they wanted to do a. Uh, remember the uh, the famous chicken or whatever the fuck he was, the mascot uh, you saw, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they tried to do a ripoff of that because, man, he was everywhere and he was popular. So they busted out this motherfucker, the gobbledygooker, and he hatched from an egg. And, uh, man, it was a big uh, early WWE fell, WWF fell. Uh, I think that was mid-early 90s. And then Tugboat and Bastion Booger were just legendary jobbers. Uh, didn't win shit. But LD's got an interesting taste there in his three favorite wrestlers, unless he's just trying to pull our leg. He might be, man. I really don't know how to go, who to go with here. The Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> I think I might have had his, uh, he was definitely had one of the rubber dolls. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roy Wayne Ferris, cousin to Jerry Lawler, the great. And uh, I don't know, that's kind of a funny, funny ass character, though. The Honky Tonk Man. I remember him. The Honky Tonk Man. I. God, there's so many good ones, man. I I just I can't pick a favorite, man. I'm really I'm really thinking about because uh, you got Steamboat, you got Jake the Snake, and Savage. Ted DiBiase is kind of an outer liar because he had that like I don't know, man. He was like that dude you love to hate. Um, God, oh, yeah. so many characters back then, man. 
I just can't fucking heal. Yeah, he was a great uh, heal. Yeah, I think that's what appealed to people back then. And and I, I told you this, but I'll tell all our lovely listeners too. That was my goal. I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I think I would have been good at it, but I came in at the wrong time, late nineties, early two thousands, when. Uh, you know, I was old enough to get out of high school and think about that, but that's when they started moving towards the realistic shit, and they just used their own name, and they got out of the kayfabe, um, and it became really open and behind the scenes. Um, you know, when you talk about all these guys, they all had an interesting character, and it was make-believe, I mean, but that's what it should have been. You knew it as you got older. Everybody knew it, but nobody ever said it. And that's what made it fun. Like the million dollar man. Look at that gimmick. This motherfucker got a lot of money, rides in limos, throws cash around. Um, you know, honky tonk man was the Elvis impersonator, uh, basically. Uh, King Kong Bundy, just a big old bald dude, look like uh, Humpty Dumpty. Uh, but everybody was unique, different. The Undertaker, the mortician, the old West mortician style. Um, and, and you believed it. You know, when you watched it, you got lost in it. And it was fun. And then as it got older now, you just got guys using their first and last name and play fighting, and it's not as fun. I want to get lost in the make-believe, and I think that was why it was so successful in the 80s and the 90s. So, Where do you go from there? That was so good. It was so good. I mean, I think like at some point, like shit tops out. How are you going to get better than what it was in the 80s? The 80s, man, that was it. And it's like, Oh man, like the everything they had with just junkyard dog, you had Booker uh, T and Harlem Heat and and then like you had another WCW that was also had some cool characters like Sting and you know whoever else was over there. Um it was just a unique time that I don't think you could have how do you top that? You know what I mean? Like where do you go from there? It's like you're going to go down. There's nothing better than that, you know? So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you get better than what the 80s was as far as like wrestling. I don't think you can. I, I'm wondering and I'm hoping it's cyclical and I don't think it would be. I just think that time has passed. But hopefully it would be cool one day if people took a step back and got into it like it used to be. And uh, they made it more, you know, what it was. It was a soap opera. It was make-believe, but nobody ever acknowledged it. You knew it. Everybody knew it, but they lived like it wasn't. And that was the beauty of the kayfabe um and the uh the acting back then um and now it's just such an open thing behind the scenes and shit like that i think it takes away from that magic um you know it's not acting like you know you can watch a movie and get lost in it then you see your favorite actor and talking about it you don't get you know you can still get lost in the movie but wrestling man you 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 really want to believe that shit's real and legit um although man there is sometimes you see those fucking bloopers where they just try to hit somebody they completely miss but the other dude still sells that shit that should make me laugh. Hey, man, that's part of the fun. You know, yeah. there was actually an element of acting back then that I think uh, is, I'm not saying it's not still here now, but man, maybe, maybe I'm just goddamn biased to the classic age. And um, you could have motherfuckers talking about this shit 30 years from now about the age that is now, whatever is at that point. In time, you know, being gotten the you know the same goddamn thing, but like, right, right, like you got the old motherfuckers. Oh, the seventies was the best, and now us. The nineties was the best, you know. Right. But I feel like, goddamn man, shit just really fell off, um, and and a lot of shit. So I'm just gonna go with Junkyard Dog, man. Oh, great, yeah, Sylvester Ritter. 
Yeah, he's yeah. a great guy, and I know uh, I've got a clipping because I used to collect a bunch of little wrestling uh, memorabilia and keepsakes, and he died in a car wreck. Uh, man, early two oh, thousands was it? Some uh, late nineties? Uh, actually, ninety ninety eight. Yeah. Okay, ninety eight. I remember I clipped that because he was one of my early early favorites, and I remember that. And uh, as a fourteen uh, year old kid, I was heartbroken to hear about that. But a uh, good pick. Such good a pick. unique. He had a unique um, identity. I think he was cool and. Oh, man. If you guys check out the dark side of wrestling, new season, baby. And they got some good shit. That's just a good show. And then the ter- Tale of the Territories, I don't know if they're doing anything new. They might have just ran, you know, ran that. Vice will have a run on some shows that won't make it out of the first season, but they're still good. And that's definitely good. They have a lot of good episodes. The new fucking dark side of the goddamn wrestling coming up. And another one that's coming up, I'm uh, jazzed to see. They got all these dark side uh, yeah. miniseries or series that they do, and I really love them. Uh, it's dark side of the 2000s with the early 2000s stuff. So I'm definitely going to be checking that out, and we'll talk shit about it as well. So, <clears throat> yeah, early wrestling, that's a special place here. Everybody has a podcast podcast for those guys. Um, just just good shit. So, man, what a great question from Jeremy down there. Or <laughs> I should say up there. Up in there. Let's go ahead and get into uh, some news. So, we got a little bit of Nerdo news on this run, and other news as well. I'm going to go ahead and get into some of the nerd shit, because we hadn't fucked with it lately. Apple announces a very fancy, a very fancy facial computer, starting at $3,499, so you might as well say $3,500. This article is by Zach Sween. So, I don't know if you guys have heard of anything of this going on. I really have not. But I'm also not a giant nerd. All the rumors were true. Apple has a fancy headset it wants to sell you. And they want to sell you every goddamn thing. The tech giant revealed its new mixed reality virtual reality headset. You know, I'm really surprised they didn't come out with this shit sooner with all the Oculus and all that. Oh yeah. Uh, so, during its June 5th WWDC digital event confirming the details of the previous leaks which I haven't seen no leaks on that shit but whatevs uh, dubbed the Apple Vision Pro the new facial computer is out early next year it says and will cost over $3,000 during today's worldwide developers conference or that's not today but on June wait a minute maybe it was today June 5th <laughs> what was well, today <laughs> it's today June 5th maybe it was yeah. <laughs> um, Apple's annual event. I don't really give a shit about Apple, though. I don't have any of their shit, and I don't fuck with them. Um, the iPhone maker announced its new mixed reality virtual reality headset, the Vision Pro. It's the name of this shit. The new headset features impressive specs, but you better be ready to pay for it, as with all of Apple's bullshit. 
Um, the Vision Pro is controlled using your hands, eyes, and voice. And now you, of course, can check it out on YouTube because they've already put some shit up about it. Apps and videos will appear to exist in the real world using the headset's advanced augmented reality tech, which lets it overlay computer visuals over a real-time camera feed. Apple also showed off how the headset can immerse you in fully digital environments like a typical VR headset, letting you watch Ted Lasso in the middle of space, for example. An interesting feature called EyeSight shows your eyes to other people when they get close via internal cameras feeding an OLED display on the front of the unit. But if you're in the middle of an aversive uh, game or app, the front display makes that clear to other people, letting them know that you are busy. However, at any point, Apple says you can see through apps to see other people in the room helping to make you feel less isolated when new or when using their new overpriced bullshit headset. The Vision Pro has 12 cameras, 5 sensors, and 6 microphones. It also features Apple's first 3D camera, letting you capture spatial photos that will let you see more of a photo by moving around or manipulating the image. It will feature eye tracking, a feature currently limited to the only highest-end VR headsets, and a system called Optic ID that allows you to log into the device and other services by scanning your retina. Apple showed you how you'll be able to play many of the games in Apple Arcade using a using the headset using a large virtual screen in your living room via augmented reality. The Vision Pro does use an external battery, which Apple says helps keep the device lightweight and fancy-free. The battery life is only about two hours. Stupid shit. Fuck Damn, you, Apple. That's the company. That's bullshit. The oh. company also says each eye has its own advanced screen that uh, each provides more pixels than a 4K TV. This new headset is powered by the new chip, the R1. The Vision Pro will thankfully support most iPad and iPhone apps. Apple is also working with Unity to make it easy to convert Unity-built games and apps to the new headset operating system. The Vision Pro will have its own new app store that will contain all of Apple's overpriced, expensive bullshit that certifies as compatible with the new headset and presumably subsequent ones. This Vision Pro price starts at an eye-watering $34.99 and with taxes, that's on your ass. And it has a release window of early next year, more as it comes. Well, I guess if you have the money to buy this shit, you don't care about taxes. But you're also a fucking idiot if you buy this shit. Fuck that. I'm not buying this. It looks like some shit like the Google eyeglasses is probably going to fucking not do shit. Watch them prove me wrong. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah, like a motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck Apple, though. I hate them. I, I hope know. this shit fails miserably. Man, you do hate Apple. Uh, I'm, I'm an iPhone guy, but I'm not a... Are you going to buy this fucking shit? Fuck no. I ain't stupid. Um, you know what, though? Here, here's how I look at it. Uh... I think I've finally gotten to that point where I don't care as much about new technology, but to be fair, I've always been that guy that gets the shit two years later. Cause I just don't get down on spending money on new shit right when it comes out. Like these guys that go out and get the newest Apple phone for 1200. But if you wait a year, the motherfucker's 300. Like I just, I can wait. I like that. They're coming out with this virtual reality shit. I don't see I don't see me getting in this anytime soon. I don't see it becoming a huge cultural phenomenon anytime soon. But somebody's got to break ground with this kind of shit, right? I mean, technology's got to advance. And I think this is the next thing people want to get down on. 
Um, it's something I could do without. I mean, I, I like you said, maybe, maybe I could, maybe I'm just being the old fucking miser right now. Um, but yeah, well, you you lost me at two hour fucking battery. I mean, I ain't well, they've had the headsets that's already been out for fucking years, and now Apple's gonna come through with one that's like yeah. fucking three or four times what the other ones are. I know they're not three, four grand. All right, what's so much better about this because it says Apple on it? Fuck you, uh, fuck Apple, man. I hate their bullshit. That goddamn iphone shit and then they want you to goddamn come in the garden of apple which you gotta have the laptop and all the other shit i'm like fuck you I ain't buying shit it's overpriced you gotta pay for everything in the app store go fuck yourself goddamn i don't even know who is the head of apple right now tim cook go fucking suck a dick bitch i don't even think it's tim cook anymore hey fuck steve jobs dead ass fuck you too bitch you wish you would have done shit with your fucking life except get money like maybe go into a forest and you know sniff fucking flowers or something Fuck you too, you dumbass ignorant bitch. I don't really like Apple, and I never have. God damn, I couldn't tell. Uh, well, fuck it. I, I mean, just tell us how you really feel, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess still. <laughs> uh, you know what? I agreed. I agreed to the for the most part on that. I'm a little more relaxed. I like their their phones and their their watch, but I mean, again, their phones are fucking for stupid asses. Oh, I'm sorry. Nah, I mean, you're not a stupid ass, but they're really simple. And like, what do you fucking want an iPhone for? So the charging port fucks up a year down the road and you got to buy another $1,200 fucking phone? Nah, fuck you. No, that's um, it. I don't get down like up. that. Yeah, you're they fucking scam artist motherfucker. Fuck you, Apple. You got a bunch of Chinese motherfuckers working over there for two cents an hour. Fuck you. Fuck you. Are we on a... Is this one of your rants right now? Or? <laughs> I got another one later on. But I'm just saying, you know, if I got goddamn, that shit pisses me off because Apple's a bullshit corporation and I don't give a fuck. I, 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 <laughs> I agree with you. Now, when they did that shit, that's where I got fucking pissed at. When they did that shit where they took the uh, headset port out, that the aux port, oh my fucking God, that shit sucks. Because now everybody got to, you got to use that fucking uh little adapter or bluetooth and shit man i'm old school leave my damn port in there so i, I debated going to a uh, different phone but man i keep my old shit i just got an old ass phone i don't got anything fancy and shit but i could do without it i'll be honest with you i'm not gonna say i'm loyal to apple i'm not i use an old ass watch just to keep track of workouts and, and my heart rate and shit um there's other sh products that can do the same shit i'm sure uh, they just got the market on the goddamn app store and the apps that I use. Um, but I do agree. I, I think they're they're bullshit and, and they're a fucking scam artist with how they do their phones. Then they throttle the data. God damn it. I'm not going to go down the Grant Mills grants rants. <laughs> I was, you about got me going. I agree with you. Um, I, I'm a hypocrite because I do use their products, but I'm not a loyalist to their products, if that makes sense. And I could give a fuck what happens. I don't think this Vision Pro shit's going to be a hit. Um they tried this virtual reality shit with the virtual boy back in the mid nineties. And that was just a black and red, uh, color screen headset. Do you remember that shit? Virtual boy back in the mid nineties. Mm, virtual boy. I don't remember. Uh, you know, this VR shit's been going around since the early nineties, man. So, you know, yeah, that's what it was. It was a headset you put on your head. Nintendo came out with, it was a pretty big bust. They, they didn't have any cool games, but same shit. They've been trying to sell this shit for years. And I just don't think it captures people's imagination. I'm, I know there's some shit that people do like. Um, I've got a buddy that's got the other one. What the fuck's it called? The Quest or whatever the hell. 
Uh, Oculus. Or... Oculus. Damn, I was way wrong. He's got the Oculus, and he said there's some cool games and shit on there that he gets down on. But uh, also, he told me he got it a year ago, and we talked about it a year ago. And then I recently asked him, "Hey, man, you still playing that?" And he's like, oh, "I haven't picked that in a couple of months." So it kind of yeah, I feel like that's how I would probably be. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's gonna be more of a fad than a long lasting. I, I just. Yeah, I, I don't see it being useful or anything other than entertainment. I think if you could migrate it into something useful, um, where you're, you you know, like, I think it might be cool. Like if you had like football, like you know that football game they have on it. Like oh, if you could yeah. somehow like put that into like f- like you know football football shit. Like give these motherfuckers a VR shit, and you can go home. And like practice out plays or maybe something, you know, maybe like if you're going through the playbook, do it on the VR, like a VR playbook where you can like actually see the play without like fucking being at practice and maybe give you some kind of like, I think that might be a cool deal. You know what I mean? And man, that's potential to make some fucking kids ash trying to like sell it or license it to the NFL and college teams because, you know, they got the tablets. But man, think of like VR, like, man, it's a whole different deal. Like. You don't got to go to, well, you still got to do the practice and shit, but like, instead of just looking at a playbook, maybe you can just fucking strap on that VR and like, you're kind of, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a better like fucking understanding of like what the you know, shit you're doing and maybe Goddamn, it's, that is cool. you know, yeah. that would be fucking cool. Yeah, I think be- that would be good use for it. Could you imagine um, if game it's cool too? Well, I'd like to check out that game. That yeah. They have, if so. they can overlook I'm thinking what you're going with. If they could overlay the routes on the field and you had some special goggles that would let you see the field, but you could see the route you're running on there in practice. Um, and like if you and I were receivers and we lined up and you were running a fly and I was running a post, you could see your route. I see mine and we could run it in real time and shit for practice. God damn, that would be tight. Um, yeah. I think there, yeah, I think there's potential. Definitely utilize that to – However, they need it to be in the NFL. Of course, you know, they have a way better understanding of that shit than you and I would be being in the league or whatever. And you fucking know way better than me as well how that could be used. Uh, So there's definitely applications uh, for this kind of thing. But we haven't heard of it so far (laughs) as far as that goes. You know, um, so I don't know. You know, how do they utilize it? How do they go about it? You know? Yeah, um, if you're just gonna fucking put it out there without that kind of backup, uh, as far as you know, making something useful and something that's bankable, I don't know how long it's gonna last without without like you know having somebody that's gonna fucking try to sell it to the NFL, try to sell it to college football, get those licensing deals, man. You make a ton of money. I'm pretty sure there's somebody that's you know thinking about that or got something in the mix, or else I have no idea what you're doing. But, you know, somebody's why wouldn't that, on it. Yeah. Why wouldn't that be in the works? You know? Yeah. I, I think that's a better way to look at it. And I think for myself, I think a hybrid uh, virtual using it with reality, something that would overlay into the real world, like you said, you could use the practice, would be a little more uh, my speed. And I think most people's speed than actually getting lost in some virtual world with some shit on your head. Although it would be cool if you could actually have like a player in a college game or an NFL game and they had the shit strapped to their head and you could see their field of view in real time. Uh, wouldn't that be cool as shit? If you could put it on and you're like helmet cam and you're watching it, like you're the running back. God damn, that'd be tight as fuck. Didn't they do that in the XFL this past year? 
think they did something like that. I think it'd be super cool if you had it with the, you were actually wearing it virtually and you were getting lost on the field and could see like the audience and see it completely from their perspective instead of on the TV. I guess it's the same thing, but I'm thinking about actually getting lost in like a 3D environment. If you could like turn your head. Are you talking about a video game or the actual game? I'm talking about the actual game. Um, Yeah, a video game would be cool too. I know they've tried some of those from those perspectives. Uh, Obviously a video game, not a virtual reality game. Maybe they have. I haven't gotten down on any, but uh, where you play from like the quarterback's perspective and view. They've done it a little bit on Road to Glory on NCAA. Um, It's kind of hit or miss for me, but we'll see. I think it'll be groundbreaking for technology. It's not something I'm into right now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we'll see how that goes. Everything gets better with time anyway, and – We'll see how that plays out. What else is going on in the world? I'm not going to be too long on this. But as far as like weird news, we got some world records. So I know Jay Wiggy might like this because he works out. Man passes 80-pound weight from hand to hand 100 times in 21 seconds. God damn. Yeah, this article is by Ben Hooper. An Idaho man with more than 250 Guinness World Records to his name attempted to add another by passing an 80-pound weight from hand-to-hand 100 times in 21 seconds. You can check this out on YouTube. Just type in 384 pounds per second world record. Uh, David Rush, who previously took on a 20-pound, 40-pound, 60-pound version of the same record, passed an 80-pound weight from hand-to-hand in 21 seconds. Rush said evidence from his attempt is now being submitted to the Guinness World Records for official Consideration, the current record stands at 32.66 seconds and was set by Italian Silvio Saba in 2019. Uh, Yeah, so what do you think? That's impressive. I think that's extremely impressive, especially if you look at David Rush. I mean, he looks like a fit guy. He doesn't like some guy that you see uh, uh, passing 80 pounds. But if you haven't uh, picked up 80 pounds in a a minute, that is not a light amount of weight. That's a pretty solid... uh, uh, a pretty solid load right there you're passing around so uh kudos yeah i think that's i think that's pretty fucking impressive man i can do that shit in my sleep y'all have y'all seen my biceps cheap uh <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're pretty ripped i guess but i don't know if you could do all that i mean y'all don't even know about a fucking player and shit uh, go what? do it then i'm a motherfucker <laughs> All right, we'll go. We'll go and do that, man. Um, I don't know. You think you could do that, uh, Wiggy? Uh, I think I could do it in twenty-one seconds. I think I could get down on it and practice it. But I know David record record breaking rush. Uh, he lives for this shit. So, whew, I think I could do it. I don't think I could do it that fast. Living for that well. Let's do one more story. Perfectly timed $20 lottery win lends leads to $2 million jackpot by Ben Hooper. And I know we bought a few lottery tickets. I ain't won shit so far. But a South Carolina man credited with a perfectly timed $20 lottery win was leading to his t- scoring a $2 million jackpot. The grandstand man's told South Carolina Educational Lottery, what do you call it? South, Carolina, South Carolina Education Lottery officials. He had intended to buy two $20 fastest road to $2 million tickets when he visited the Circle K store on Highway 17 north Sur- in Surfside Beach, but he discovered he only had money for one ticket. The ticket earned a man a $20 prize, which he used to purchase the, t- the second ticket 
which turned out to be the winner of two million. I was in the perfect place at the perfect time. So thankful it happened. He said he's going to invest his winnings in hookers. No, he said he's going to invest them <laughs> in something. I don't know. I'd invest mine in hookers. <laughs> yeah, they, they, got a, they got a mutual fund with a hooker index. I'm down. <laughs> that would always make money. That's going up and up and up and up and up. Oh, Miss Honey. Oh, what, what, what? So that's just for the news, guys. Oh, baby, let's, we, we probably should take another phone call. What do you think, Jay Wick? Let's do it. We got Raj and North Khaki. Bo Backy. Where are you at, Raj? Hey, fuckers. This is Raj. I just have a basic question for you, too. If you had to pick one, cheese or butter? I am definitely choosing butter up in this motherfucker. I want to know what you're thinking. Tell me. You guys have a good evening. Hold on. Oh, damn. If you had to choose cheese or butter, Jay Wiggy, for life, you got to give up one. I already think I know where Jay Wiggy's going with this shit, but cheese or butter? You got to oh. give up. God damn, that's a t- You know, one, I got to admit that Raj is quickly becoming one of our favorites because, man, he started so polite and now he just calls us motherfuckers and wants us to come up for vacation. So shout out to Raj for becoming one of the hey. boys. Man, he, he, be- he, become- yeah, he became one of the boys quickly. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> God, give up cheese or butter. Fucking good ass question. I may throw you a curveball, but I think I could give up cheese easier than butter. I use yeah. butter on my steaks and shit, and I, it a makes a lot of shit with butter. Yeah, uh, cheese, I like it a lot, but butter, man, when you add it on a baked potato or a, a steak, you know, you cook it. Oh man, rice, a lot of, a lot, lot, lot of, oh. lot of. You can yeah. put it on a lot of things. What say you, uh, Grant Mill? They cook with it too. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. Damn. I would probably give up cheese over butter. Actually, I'm with you. Yeah, I agree with it. It's too butter's too versatile. I think you could use it for popcorn and shit. Uh, I don't even want to know where Wiss is going to go with this because I already have a suspicion. I ain't no way in hell I'm giving up cheese, y'all. I love it so much, so good. French onion soup got my cheese on there. I'm in my nachos and shit. I got cheese on that motherfucking shit. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with y'all tomatoes? I mean, I mean, <laughs> I really like cheese, but I just don't feel it's as versatile, you know? That's the word. Yeah, the versatility of butter. Like I said, break it down with some steak, rice, popcorn. Uh, yeah, using cookie. Cheese I love too, man. But yeah, when you choose that. Man, Raj coming out with the damn head scratcher. Man, that was a good one, Raj. Shit. Shout out to Raj on that. Woo! Man. You know, we got a... a uh, we didn't do the vintage game review and... Let's go ahead and get into it. Oh, oh, oh. 
you're wondering what game I'm going to review right now. Well, it's NBA Give and Go on the Super Nintendo. Now, this game here is essentially a home version of Konami's arcade game, Run and Gun. Now, if you know me or this podcast, which probably 3.5 people do, you'll know that I love me some Run and Gun. That's a classic Neo Geo game. Actually, my favorite one is Run and Gun 2, but they actually had a Super Nintendo version of this game that was not named that. But, as I just said, NBA Give and Kill is a 1995 Super Nintendo Entertainment System basketball video game that uses licensed teams from the National Basketball Association. This game is essentially the home version of Konami's arcade game Run and Gun, which featured simple graphics and gameplay, but no NBA license, because they had weird-ass teams on that shit. Konami followed up Give and Go with Run and Gun 2 and the NBA in the Zone series. So the cool thing about this game is similar to Run and Gun, the in-game camera is one at the end of the basketball court, so it's not like your typical uh, camera angle. Gameplay is fast-paced, much like NBA Jam and Konami's own Run and Gun. Elements lifted from the arcade basketball games included limited fouls, faster than the real-time clock, shot clock, and basketballs rarely travel out of bounds. Free throw shots are simply a matter of trying to get two dots in the center as possible. The shot always goes in as long as both dots are blue. Otherwise, the shot always misses. You got gaming options on this motherfucker. Regular season, playoffs, and arcade mode. Certain slam dunks and three-point field goal shots are replayed periodically. A play-by-play announcer comments on the in-game action. In addition to an arcade-style game, players can also customize in-game rules or play a full-fledged simulation of professional basketball. So, uh, players who wish to play in the playoff mode can choose either to reenact the uh, 1995 NBA playoffs, have their playoff tree randomized by the computer, or customize their own NBA playoff experience. Regular season games can also be customized while games in the arcade mode use the 1995 NBA playoffs. Players can be substituted before a game, but not during it. All NBA players are evaluated on a scale of 0 to 3 stars, with 3 stars being the best shit. Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley are missing from the game rosters. That's some bullshit right there. Michael Jordan had retired from professional uh, basketball at the time, so he is not in the game. They got some different versions. This game was released in Japan as NBA Jiko Basket Winning Dunk. That's a fucked up ass name. Localization and translation from Japanese to English were performed by veteran translator of Japanese television program Jeremy Blaustein while working in Tokyo as one of the staff members for responsible for this game. During the 90s, early 90s, Blaustein also translated Konami Super Famicom games from Japanese to English. Passwords are used to save regular seasons in the American version, while the Japanese version uses a battery save. Do you ever get to play Jay Wiggy? I am, uh, I'm beside myself. I've never even heard of this game. Never heard of it. <clears throat> wow. I know. This I is a cool game, man. Um, no, and this, you know, you probably didn't get a lot of Neo Geo exposure either. And the other, you might have played Run and Gun or Run and Gun 2, which is the arcade version. And yeah. that's. I see the boxes. They they look familiar. I'm 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 kind of 
I'm, I'll be tripping. I want to know what your experience was with this uh, this uh, point of view. This because uh, I'm looking at the screenshot. You made mention of it that it's showing it more from like a half court, and you're shooting at it as opposed to a side scroller. How was that? Yeah, play? it's almost a first person view kind of but, right. But yeah, I liked it, dude. Running Gun Two is one of my favorite games. If I could find like a cabinet or something. I would love to fucking have it somehow. Um, you can't find them. They're not out there. Um, the best you're going to... And no, you can't play this game unless you go and get a fucked up port. You know, which will, that's the only thing you can do. Uh, as far as running gun too. Now, give and go, you can probably you can get a port. And I played it again and, you know, it was cool. But <laughs> the game that it's based off of, running gun 2, this one might be running gun, but running gun 2 was the one that I really liked. And you just can't, I can't get that experience. It sucks. <laughs> I wish you could like fucking like download it for the Switch uh, as some kind of port or something. But there's just no, every in every in uh, Neo Geo port they do, it is, just doesn't have those, it doesn't have the running gun games in it. You know, they do all the fighting games or whatever, the Metal Slug games that they had. Um there's there's they just don't have that the basketball game like that one anyway so yeah unfortunately that sucks it's a, it definitely has a cool vibe i've been following along with the story as i'm looking at the uh the game and and, and i like seeing this i like being introduced to shit i don't know about that uh that perspective was definitely uh pretty interesting so uh yeah this is uh this is new to me so I'll say this, as far as this game goes, it's not going to be as good as Run and Gun 2. They had an admirable shot at it. Uh, I'm going to give it mm, 2.5 on it for the attempt. Still fun, just, just not like Run and Gun 2. Um, you know, the controls are kind of janky and sluggish pace. But to be fair, Run and Gun 2 didn't have the fastest pace. But it's just... Maybe I'm just used to like what the fuck in this game is based off of, but it still gets, it's still a game that I think you'll have fun with if you want to go check it out. Yeah. Fair rating. <clears throat> so there I go, motherfuckers. NBA, give and go. Check it out. So yeah, um, that's pretty fun game. Yeah. That's definitely something that um, I don't think it would be a bad, you know, a bad go. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take another call out here. We got Brandon, West Virginia. Brandon, what up with your ass? Hey, this is Brandon from West Virginia. Hope you boys are having a great evening. How do you like your steaks? That's what I like to wonder about you boys. That's going to say a lot. I like buying Blue Rare. How do you, how do you like your guys' uh, steaks cooked? That's a question that's on my mind. You have a great evening. I want to hang up and listen to you. I like mine. Well done, y'all. Well done. That's terrible. It's awful. He's destroying meat. You might as well take. You might as well just throw it out the window. I think it tastes good, y'all. That's dumbest. That's the dumbest fucking answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Fuck y'all, y'all. I mean, what the? F why would you eat a steak well done? Yeah, Wes might as well eat his belt off his uh, pants loops and shit, because that's what it's going to taste like, chewed up leather. I, I go with medium, always medium. Maybe medium rare. Medium. What? Uh, I'm going medium rare or rare. That's the only way you should eat a steak. 
You got your, you got your blood dripping out, which I like. And it's just very tasty. Garlic salt, butter, that's really about all you need. Unless there's something else I'm missing. I never have to really fuck with anything else. Garlic salt and butter. If you want to do thyme, put a little thyme on there too. That's not bad. And maybe, uh, you know, something like that. But uh, you don't need a lot if you got a quality cut of meat, you know. So that's how I feel about that. You cooked a good ass steak uh, earlier. I saw a picture of it. What was uh? What, did you? How, what was your method of cooking? Did you do a reverse sear, just straight in the pan? How'd you? How'd you? No, so I just uh, I let it chill for about forty five minutes and thaw out, and then I put it in the cast iron and uh, blazed it up. A little 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 bourbon with that, and uh, it was good. It was good. Garlic salt. Um, butter, basted it in the butter, and yeah, you don't need a lot, you know? I feel like simplicity is some of the best shit with a steak. You don't got to get crazy. You definitely don't want any A1 sauce. No. That's for bad meat. You don't have to over-season it. You just need garlic salt. If you want to do a little bit more with the seasonings, that's okay. Not too much. And get you a good clarified butter, maybe some thyme. And uh, just, you know, real simple, medium rare, rare. You're good to go. Yeah. See, Raj, he, uh, he basted it in butter, not cheese. And that's where, there you go. yeah, that's why you keep butter around. That's the way I do it. That, that's something I've actually worked on in the past year is uh, uh, not butter and cheese. Actually, it's letting my steak uh, sit out for about 45 minutes, an hour uh, before getting down on cooking it. I used to want to be in a hurry and shit, just grab it straight from the fridge and just start trying to cook that motherfucker. But a uh, huge difference letting it uh, come to room temperature first. Oh, baby, ain't you know what I'm Oh, yeah, so there you go with that. Man, um, whoa, baby, it's 1041. Do we have time for a Grant's Gripes tonight? or, or We got we... time. We got okay. time. Let's go ahead and get into it real quick. Yeah, woo! So I know we're uh, me and the homies were talking about this a little bit ago. You got bars out there that take kids. Why would you bring your kids to a fucking bar? It's the stupidest shit I've ever fucking heard of in my goddamn life. You got people that's getting drunk trying to chill. You got stupid ass kids running around like some fucking idiots. Leave them at home. Leave them with your stupid parents. Get a babysitter. If you can't do that shit, then don't fucking do it at all. Now, I heard the argument that, man, maybe some places should have cutoff times and shit. Okay. 
cutoff times. What, we gonna cut it off at what? Eight or nine o'clock? Okay. All right. I understand the idea, but as a business owner, if I was, I'm looking at it like this. I cut it off at nine o'clock. What's gonna happen? Maybe, possibly. Oh, uh, you want me to leave right now? Leave my key? And then what? Oh, I gotta get security to go kick this motherfucker out. All right. Security goes, kicks him out. He sues us because they fucked him up some kind of way. And now I'm in court and I got to pay my fucking attorney or whatever the retainer is. No. I'm straight up outlawing you motherfuckers. Nobody under 21. Get the fuck up out of here, bitch! No kids in the bar. Fuck that dumb shit. What do you think, Jay Wiggy? Fuck, I agree with that shit. Get him the fuck out. They don't belong in a fucking bar. Like, what are they doing? They don't even want to be there. They'd rather be at home watching some fucked up ass cartoon or whatever the fuck it is that kids do nowadays. Yeah, they that's definitely for... don't want to be with your ass at the bar. I tell you that. Yeah, that's for shitty parents that want to make everybody else have a shitty ass time and shit like that. I know the breweries get down on that a lot, and I know there's a weird line breweries and being restaurants and shit. If if you're a straight up bar, no, kids should never be allowed there. The brewery, eh, they shouldn't be allowed anywhere. Fuck them. I don't want to be around them. No. Now, if it's a restaurant, I might give you some leeway, man, but not no motherfucking shit where it's, like, about drinking. Kids don't, ain't supposed to drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> ain't supposed to drink, but, uh, you know. So, why the fuck are you doing that? It's stupid. It's dumb, man, and I see it all the time. I'm like, y'all just asking for it. There's going to be one thing that's, like, it's going to, like, really fuck up some shit, and then it's, like, Come on, man. Like, let's 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 use some common sense here, motherfuckers. Don't bring your kids to a fucking bar. Are you stupid? Are you a fucking idiot? What's They're going a huge on? Huge fucking, fucking liability. Big time, man. You know what could happen out there if you're drunk ass? You know what I'm like? What the fuck, man? And it's probably your fault. And if something happens, you're gonna try to sue the establishment. Fuck you. Like, they don't have nothing to do with it. So. Dumbass fucking decision. All you people who do that shit, fuck you. Fuck you, people. Fuck you, parents. <laughs> Shitty parents, man. It definitely ruins the vibe, too, for everybody like myself that's going to the bar or to the brewery trying to get away from my kids. And Exactly. Yeah, that's what I go down there for. I'll be trying to get away. And I will tell you this. I will, I will add to this to your grant scribes this week. Beautiful introduction, Wiss. Every single bartender that I've had this exact conversation with agrees with you and I. They do not want kids there. They say they ruin the environment. They ruin the time. They're ruining the mood. And so this is not just us being uh, hateful towards kids. This is a pretty universal consensus here. Nobody wants them at the bar except shitty parents. Take your motherfuckers to Chuck E. Cheese, y'all. They serve beer. I think they do. Yeah, I think they <laughs> well, do. They did, which is smart. Yeah, fucking take them, take them to fucking Chuck E. Cheese. They serve beer over there. Fuck them. You know, take them over there. They got kid shit over there. You ever see a brewery with a fucking ball pit? No, you dumb motherfucker. So what are you doing? I don't understand. Stupid. God damn. Chuck World's e. going to hell. <laughs> so, last Grant's gripes, baby, for this week. Man, Jay, we we got USFL picks coming up. How are we looking yeah. on that? 
How about looking on the USL Picks last week? I know you and I were out of town this week uh, with Jarvis Beaver, so we didn't have a chance to tune in. But as luck would have it, we were 100% on Pick'ems last week, Grant. Brody, get in the jello. Man, that's what's up. That was was you and I. Wiss was two and four, so he was 50%. Uh, (laughs) Damn, Wiss. Hey, well, fuck it. We got uh, we got these picks coming up week nine. Are you going to catch any games this weekend? You think, Wig? I need to. We talked about this, and I feel like I have let down uh, the USFL, uh, and I haven't tuned in as much as I should have. So, definitely going to do my best to tune in. Uh, this week, our stallions are leading the league right now, six and two. So I feel like I owe it to them. Hmm, okay, yeah. So that's good. Let's go ahead and get into it, then. Oh, got these USFL picks for week nine in the house. Uh, Eleven a.m. Fox Central Time. Michigan Panthers. Pittsburgh by the Pittsburgh Ballers. Tom Benson Hall of Fame uh, Stadium. What are you thinking on this game, Jay Wig? Let's go, Pitt. Going Pittsburgh Maulers. I'm going to go Michigan. What about you, Jay? Uh, shit. Uh, what's your name? Wes Krieger. I'm going my Michigan, yeah. All right, cool. Let's hit the second game for 2 o'clock at the, on Peacock. Uh, the Breakers versus Memphis. They're both 5-3. and three. Simmons, Liberty, and Memphis. What do you think, Jay Wick? I'm going to go Breakers. Damn, I don't know who to go with this one. That's I'm going to go Memphis. I'm going to go Memphis. You know I'm going Memphis 10, y'all. All right. All right. That should be a good game there. Now, Sunday slate, we got 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time on the Peacock Network. The Stallions, the home team versus the Gamblers at Simmons, Liberty, and Memphis. What's your pick, Wig? Home team, Behan Stallions. You know I'm going with the Stallions. You know I'm going with Behan, yeah. All right, and so the 6 o'clock game on Fox and it's Central Time, all of these games here. Tom Benson, Hall of Fame, staying in Philadelphia Stars, New Jersey Generals. Which one you got? Ooh, I'm going to go Generals, New Jersey. Hmm, I'm going to go the Stars. You know I'm going N-E-W Jersey, y'all. All right, baby, so we got the picks in for week nine. We'll have those week ten picks for y'all next week. And then you got, uh, after that's the playoffs, man. And then the championship on July the 1st, everyone. So this USFL season is concluding. But um, after that, man, you got maybe a couple of months. And then college football on the horizon. It's been a good segue, uh, XFL to the USFL, to give us a little into summer breather before we get uh, head first into college football. So I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed doing the picks every week with you guys. Uh, I've enjoyed doing it with uh, Grant and Wiss um, and all the feedback that we get. So hopefully we'll have a uh, USFL and XFL stick around a little more because it's uh, like I said, I need to tune in more, but it's definitely made uh, the off season from NFL and college a lot more bearable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, 
Damn, this coming week. What's going on, man? What you got on the slate, Jay Wiggy? Ah, I've been depressed after getting back from the beach. Uh, man, nothing. Uh, I didn't do too much work today. I'm trying to forget about working. I'm gonna be getting with you guys. We're gonna be trying to plan out some uh, more uh, guys trips in the coming uh, weeks, months, at least a guys night in the foreseeable future. Let's try to get together, grab some beer. Uh, Work-wise, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm gonna do my best to be at home all week to chill because um, I don't even want to think about being employed right now. I want to be chilling on the beach with a drink and I need one of my lotto tickets to hit. Man, did you check any of them yet? Yeah, my scratchers uh, actually broke even on those. I put 20 on the scratchers, 120 back, plus a free ticket. So I guess I'm a ticket ahead. So those are good. Uh, last night's, uh, uh, or yeah, Sunday's evening tickets that I played on the, <laughs> the, uh, the Jarvis Beaver groupers. Uh, nothing hit on those, but I've still got Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday tickets. So fingers crossed. How about you? Did you hit anything? No, sir, but we will hopefully see about the future tickets. Wish Cricky, what up, little baby? I mean, it's me and baby all week, all day, all the time, y'all. I gotta go right now. She's hitting me up. Peace out, yeah. Uh, all right. You, he's he's really been falling off lately with this girl, but whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Well, words of wisdom before we get out of here for the week, we. Yeah, I got a short one. If you ever read about the evils of drinking, give up reading. Give it up! Well, God damn it, y'all. It's been a great show tonight, this evening. Check out the old episodes. Hit the subscribe button. You know, donate some shit if you'd like. I got them. We'll be back next Monday night, every Monday night, 9.30. In the dirty, everyone. So, um, shit. You know what you should do? Smoke it up. Have a great week. Great weekend. Come back here. 9.30. Monday night. Bitch!